Hi, everyone, and welcome to Empowering the Opposition. My name is Dr. Nafis Alam, and I'm joined today by Serkan Talip. And our topic today, well, I should say Serkan is uh, making his podcasting debut. Um, and our topic today will be the bromance, forming and maintaining independent friendships in our 30s. Serkan, um, you're 39 years old. I'm 37 years old. Um, talk about, if you would, uh, how it's different forming and maintaining friendships in your 30s versus what you experienced in your 20s and in your teens. Uh, first, I'd like to say thank you for having me uh, on your podcast. Uh, and uh, the 20s and 30s is completely a different mentality. In your 20s, you're all about partying. And uh, really, I don't know if uh, you ever, if I ever even really thought about male friends. It was all about the moment. Uh, I think in your 30s, you're more focused on deeper connections and people who help to improve you as a person. So I think, uh, honestly, uh, meeting or being friends with somebody uh, is probably a harder choice for me than mm. dating women. So to me, I may, it's, I think I'm more strict on who I would make my buddy than I would my girlfriend. Yeah, I, I, I'd have to agree with you there. I remember in my teens and my 20s, like I wasn't too concerned with with having bros, having, you know, guy friends. Um, it was always about, you know, chasing girls and stuff like that. But the older I get, the more I realize that, you know, that you have to surround yourself with a good, I wouldn't say a good quantity, but definitely good quality of people that are your friends, um, that have your back, that'll tell you everything that you don't want to hear and stuff like that, you know. Um, so, you know, having these quality friends, the older you get, uh, the more important it becomes, it seems. And you're, you're absolutely, my experience has been the same in that in my teens and in my 20s too, it was just different. It was, um, you know, I was just around more people. I'm sure you were too. But now I'm, as a professional, um, those social interaction opportunities don't come around as often as they, as they used to. And as a result, when they do come around, you cherish them even more and I feel like, you know, friendships in your 30s and probably in our 40s and 50s too, they'll just mean a lot more than what they did in our teens and 20s because, you know, just like you've mentioned, this is now a choice. We don't go to school together. We don't, we don't work together. You and I don't work together. We've made a choice to be, you know, friends with one another. And that's the case with most people in their 30s and 40s is that they're not in regular social interaction settings anymore so friendship now becomes a true choice and you really have a lot of control over the choices that you make in regards to who you surround yourself with so um you know when you do surround yourself with good people you you tend to appreciate it a lot more because you you know you you're making the right choices and you know when it comes to significant other stuff i think it's also important to understand that Another thing that I'm realizing as I get older is that, you know, going on vacations, going out to dinners, just enjoying life, ha living a fulfilling life uh, does not require the prerequisite of having a girlfriend or a wife, let's say. Um, you know, like we last year, we went to New Orleans uh, for New Year's uh, and this uh, we just got back from Cabo. Um, and you know, it was, it was for New Orleans. It was three single guys, yep. me, you, and Dave. And for Cabo, it was it was me and you. 
two single guys. And, you know, we we had a lot of fun in both trips. And, you know, we, we were surrounded by a lot of couples. I'll give you that. But, you know, that, that didn't mean that we weren't enjoying it. We might have enjoyed ourselves a little too much. Oh, definitely. I think we definitely had more fun than the couples. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I agree. At times, uh, you know, it's great to go on vacation with your girlfriend or a lady friend or whatnot. But uh, I don't think anything beats going out with the bros. I mean... Uh, no, there's no judgment. We're pretty much out there to have fun. Uh, you know, we have thicker skin. We can make fun of each other. Nobody's gonna cry. We're not. We know we're not gonna get upset. And hey, we're on vacation together, but we're also on vacation separately. So I think that's that. You know, that's that's why I'm describing this episode as independent friendships because I think what makes a bromance so unique is that you know, if you remember New Orleans. Yep. And you remember Cabo. There were plenty of times where we were just doing our own thing. And we would run across each other, cool. Like, we weren't... Like, like we didn't have to have lunch together. We didn't have to have breakfast together. You, you know, we didn't have to work out together. Um, you know, in New Orleans, we didn't have to go out for coffee together. I really like coffee. Dave likes cigars, you yep. know. So, you know, we did our own thing. But it wasn't anything, there wasn't an expectation that we would do things together, nor was there an expectation that we'd do things separately. It was such an organic experience that, you know, if at any point, like, we just get tired of each other. So, like, I love you to death, you know that. Oh, but, yeah. like, you know, Same here, bro. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but sometimes you just, you know, you need space, you need quiet. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and I think the, the beauty of a bromance is that we never take that personally and we just do our own thing because there's just other things that we can do. And I think that's where the independent friendship stuff comes in is that now in your 30s when you're making these choices, I think in my teens and my 20s, and you correct me if I'm wrong, maybe you had a different experience, but in my teens and my 20s, I would feel like if I'm somewhere with friends, I need to go everywhere with them because I'm just a part of this particular group. But in my 30s, and hopefully in my 40s and 50s too, I can't imagine it being any different, like I'll just feel more and more independent. All the friendships that I have, you'll be there. I'll be there. They'll be there. And things like that. I might pass you, like pass by you, while I'm doing my own thing, and we'll say hi, give each other a high five, but just continue doing our own thing. And I think that's part of the beauty of a bromance is that there's an independent factor to it. Yeah, and I I, I totally agree. Uh, in the 20s, it was way more clicky. You had your set group of friends, couples, etc., and you hung out always together. And if you didn't, uh, it was strange. Yeah. <laughs> and it was uncomfortable or there was some drama that, you know, you had in, in college and in your 20s. Uh, in the 30s, again, uh, like I said before, I'm very picky. I know you are too with uh, friends. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys out there that are very, you know, get attached right away or like won't let you go. You know, I've had many male friends I've made that just... You didn't feel comfortable. It didn't feel organic. Mm. And I, I agree. Uh, it's very tough finding good friends. That's why I'm so happy to have found you yeah, and Dave. And, too. Yeah. and again, I'd rather have two good friends, great friends, yeah. than have, you know, 10 whatever friends who are never there for you and don't even really care about you. Yeah, I agree with you there. You and I, without naming names, of course, right? We, you and I have been talking about some other friends that you have. That are a little bit more clingy, right? That that yes. you know that you don't necessarily want to go on vacation with. Can you speak about that without using their names? Well, I mean, I've had experiences where, you know, you felt like you were, you know, either on vacation or 
you felt obligated to hang out with them uh, and they didn't understand the, how, what it means to be a bro. I mean, honestly, to be a bro means we're out together, but we're out separate. Mm. If I meet a girl, I'm going to jump and run yeah. and it's no big deal. You know, you go do your own thing. Exactly. And you want your bro to be confident and, you know, independent. You mm. don't want somebody who's just going to latch on. And uh, I've realized there's two groups of bros out there. One that are confident with their, themselves and then you have the others that are insecure and they need that attachment mm-hmm. and I'm the one I don't like the attachment I mean we're all adults we should all be able to do our own thing and it shouldn't be a big deal yeah I mean if I want the attachment I'll get a girlfriend right? that's true <laughs> that's true I also think like from a psychological aspect and we talked about this mm-hmm. not recently but we, we I do remember us talking about it it's just like when when the bros that attached to you for example um, they sort of need you to be the fullback in leading them into spaces where they may not have access. Yes. Right? Because you're social. You're, you're good looking. You know, you're, you, you have more social access. You're, you're talkative. You know, people like you. Um, you have social access and those guys might want that level of social access. So they feel like if they latch on, maybe they'll get access to the same kinds of social access that you have. Yes, and I have experience with that as well. You know, I had somebody invite me out one time and they were like, oh, oh, I'm, I'm alone and uh, I want to go pick up ladies. And I was like, so you're calling me to pick up ladies. Uh-huh. I was like, the, to me, first of all, before we even get to that level, I need to be, feel comfortable yeah. with you. So me wanting to pick up ladies with you is something that's very intimate, I think. Yeah, <laughs> and it's is. something I would do with somebody that I feel comfortable with and not just any guy. Or And also it just doesn't feel right. In, I don't know. In, I guess I'm getting older, more of an emotional thing. So I feel like, oh, so we're only out here till you can find a woman and then you're going to disappear again, which is another issue. I have a lot of guys I've met. The second they have girlfriends, they disappear, mm. you know, and that to me is immature friendship. It's not mm. real friendship. I don't want that. I want people who value friendship. Mm. Yeah, that is, that is, that's difficult, right? Because you, you have a finite period of time. You are a very successful professional and your time is limited. And, you know, uh, as a result, if you were to have a girlfriend and hopefully one day, if you were to have a wife and kids... It's not unreasonable to think that you're, the amount of time that you have for me, for example, your bro, like you wouldn't have that much time. And we, like if you would think that obviously I would understand that, right? But like the, I, I don't know that necessarily the goal is to maintain that amount of time allocation. But just to know that you know, we got each other's back. And that's the part of the independence too is that we'll go do our own thing. We'll live our own separate lives. You're in Jersey. I'm in Idaho. Like, you know, we're legit living our own separate lives. But we know that we can call each other anytime and text each other probably like two or three times a day, right? When you're out there. Yeah. So like, I think like that's something that can be maintained whether you have a girlfriend, whether you have a wife, whether you have kids or not. What do you think? Oh, definitely. Uh... Like I said, I've always had, anytime I've had a girlfriend, I've never alienated any of my friends. I've always made time for people when they need me. Mm. Of course, priorities are priorities and your family yeah. would be priority. But again, like you and me and a couple other of my friends, uh, you know, we could not talk for maybe two months yeah. and then we'll start talking like it was just like we've been talking yesterday. Yeah. So, and it never skips a beat. But with some people, it's just, you know, a situation where, you won't talk to them for two months and then they'll contact you and, and their first question is, oh, 
let's go out pick up girls. <laughs> or, oh, uh, I'm bored. Like, that's not my idea of, I mean, no. you know, you can already tell their intention. Their intention yeah. is selfish. Yeah, they don't want to hang out with you. No. They want to use your social value to, to, leverage, to leverage your social value for their own benefit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think that lends itself to the quality element of it, too. Because if you had 10 great friends, you wouldn't have enough time to spend, like, you know, texting them, talking with them, blah, 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 right? But if you've got two friends or maybe even five really great friends, it's not that difficult to stay in touch with them, you know, and, uh, and just let them know what's going on in your life. I think, I think that's the older you get, the more you value quality. And I noticed that, like, even the way that I eat. Yes. Right? Yesterday we had some awesome steak. And it wasn't a lot of food. That steak was probably about eight ounces. Yeah. 20-year-old me would have been like, let me get the biggest ribeye. Like 16, 24, let's I've get it. I've seen you eat a 24. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yesterday, like I was happy with an eight-ounce filet because it's just the quality of the meat, man. It's not about like how much meat there is. It's about the quality of the meat, how good that meat yeah. is. And I feel like this is such a weird analogy to make with food and friends. But I feel the same way about friends too is that it's not about having a whole bunch of friends, you know? It's about having the best friends that you can possibly have that surround you and you know that they've got your back and you want, you genuinely want to get their back too. Yeah, uh, I agree. And that leads to the other fact is, again, quality of life. I mean, some, you know, you could be single and life is not that bad if you have the right friends and you could be halfway around on the other side of the state, I mean, the country and, you know, you still feel like you're not that far apart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think like really the point here of this particular episode of the podcast is to help people understand that, you know, significant other relationship is not the only way to experience, um, you know, socialization, interaction, and, and, you know, having someone to talk with and to, to connect with. You can have that in a friendship. Obviously, the sexual element would not be there, but like you can have the social element, interaction, and things like that. You can also do all this on your own because you've taken lots of trips on your own. Yes. I've taken three, four trips on my own, but you have a lot more experience on that. Do you want to talk about that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as a person, uh, uh, it throws you out there uh, on an island where you have to make friends. So again, when you go traveling alone, it's completely different than traveling with your bro. You know, you're just out there to make connections. Uh, and meet new people and have new experiences. And again, if you're not a social person, it could be difficult. But if you go with the flow, uh, I mean, if you were to go on my Instagram, I would say 80% of the people who are on there are people I've met all over the world, mm. guys and girls. Mm -hmm. And anytime they go, on, they go on vacation, they'll message me, oh, look, do you want to join me? Anytime I go on vacation, sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm going here. Do you want to join me? So... And if you go to different states, I've had a couple of people come to New York and stay at my place a couple of days. So, I mean, it's not the typical, you know, what we're our topic on, on bros, you know, but it's a it's a type of quality connection with people who like to travel, who are travel like culture and, yeah. you know, who don't just sit home and, you know, pine yeah. all day. But I think that's part yeah. of the bromance, too, is just doing things on your own, not necessarily with your bros. You know, it's like. Like you took you took so many trips on your own. And I checked your Instagram too. And I'm like, wow, dude, dude's been really well traveled. And you talk about your experiences a lot. Um, some of the things I'd never do, like stay in a hostel. I'm not about that life. But you're a lot more adventurous than I am. 
Um, and I'm also very risk averse. That would not. We could talk about Cabo. I don't mind. Like our listeners can know how risk averse I am. I would not leave the resort to go downtown, but you did. Uh, to me, uh, you don't live until you uh, really get deep down dirty and like with the, with the locals and. Yeah. You just, I mean, I think the more you do it, the more comfortable you get with it. It's, you know, it's like anything, you know? Yeah. Like you trying to get into a boxing ring. I mean, you ain't going to see me getting into a boxing ring and get my face punched in anytime soon. (laughs) Exactly. To each their own. And I think that's, that's one of the reasons why I love you so much is because like we respect it. You you didn't force me to go downtown in Cabo knowing that I just did not feel comfortable in that kind of setting. But I will call you out and bitch you out. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) And I will make fun of you. Of course. Of course. And you said this, you said this in Cabo, um, because for, I forget what it was you said, you thought that I took it personally, which I didn't. Yeah. And you're like, dude, like I wouldn't make fun of you if I didn't love you. Yes. I, I wouldn't curse at you if I didn't right, love exactly. you. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I only, <laughs> if I don't feel comfortable with you, I'm not going to make fun of you and I'm not going to curse at you. So if I'm cursing at you yeah. and insulting you means I love you and I, I want to like beat you a little bit. So because yeah, you're not absolutely. doing what I'm doing. And but that, that's I, another yeah. like amazing part of having a bromance is that like, you know, it's not we're not walking on eggshells around yeah. each other. You talk you tell me a yeah. lot of things that I don't want to hear yeah. about the way I talk to people, yep. for example. But, you know, it's uh it, it that's that's what a real friend is. Like you you tell them what they don't want to hear. Yeah. Any Tom Dick and Harry can tell you what you want to hear. Yeah. It, you know, it takes a real friend to tell you what you don't want to hear. But like back on the topic of just like solo trips, solo bro trips and just going out there and like meeting new people. Um, you do sort of need to be social, but it also gives you an opportunity to get out of your comfort zone and force yourself to be social if you're not. And if you already are social, then obviously it's going to be a little bit easier yes. for you. My experience has been, been very similar too in the solo trips that I've taken that, you know, when, when I'm out there and I'm just, you know, having fun and just enjoying myself, I'll just do whatever. Like, I'll, like you know, I don't drink any alcohol. Yes. And at the same time, not drinking, I'll be the first to break out into a dance. I'll floss on you, I'll dab mm. on you, I'll whatever, you know. And I'll say you're the only guy who doesn't drink that I do trust. <laughs> oh, I appreciate <laughs> everybody that. else I do not trust if they don't drink. <laughs> Same thing with karaoke, man. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I just don't have to drink. So, like, I feel like you know, a lot of people who are probably listening to this podcast are pretty introverted and they feel like they need someone else to do something before they feel comfortable to do it themselves. Why not be the person that sets the table? Like, I understand. Like, I've been to weddings, and, and I don't drink. I'm always the first one in the middle of the dance floor. I'm like, what? everybody's like, what is he doing? Like, why is he doing that? I'm like, but, like, that gets other people comfortable. Karaoke, first. No one sounds like Luke Combs, man. Yeah. But I'll, like, I'll sing I like I definitely Luke. don't. <laughs> but I'm out there just, like, belting it because, like, it, it makes other people feel comfortable. You know, you're when you're when you're trying to be like someone else, trying so hard to be like someone else. What you're not realizing is that someone else is trying so hard to be like you. You know, so you just have to have that confidence in yourself and just understand that that people are looking at you in a way that you might be looking at other people. Yeah, and that's why having a good bro and friends is very important because again. You don't feel like I think a lot of people think everybody's judging them when they go up. You know, mm-hmm. like you're talking about weddings and all that. Feel judged. Yeah. Again, it all comes down to that. Uh, you don't feel judged when you're around the people you love and people who you trust and your circle and and somebody close. You can do everything. You know. All right, maybe I got drunk. I fell off the stage. I know I ain't gonna be yelled at for that. Or, you know, yes, we'll make fun of each other. Yeah, but of course, yeah. You know what happens on vacation. 
stays on vacation. Unless it's on a podcast, right? That is true. All I got to say is I love you, man. I love and, you too, uh, brother. I don't need no woman to be happy. There you go. You just need your bro. I mean, of course, it'll be great icing on the cake. But absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> Life is fulfilling yes. the way that it is. You don't need anything added, and you definitely don't need anything subtracted. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I'm Dr. Nafis Alam, joined here by the podcast debut of Sirkan Talip. Thank you for and having me. My pleasure. And this has been Empowering the Opposition. See you next time. <laughs>